Hey guys, and welcome to the Life at Smythe podcast. As we step into Core Values Month, what better way to celebrate with a little Smythe TED Talk with some of our very own inspiring leaders from the firm. Take a jog down memory lane with me, your host, Nguyen Nguyen, as we delve into the passions and the determination of each individual's journey and gather some golden nuggets to their path to success. But most importantly, what does each core values represent and mean for them and the firm? Well, buckle up, friends. Time for a deep dive session and maybe a little to maybe a lot of banter as we immerse into the life at Smart Culture. I hope you enjoy this mini series. Hey, Camelia, and thank you so much for joining me on this wonderful episode. And this week, we're continuing to celebrate our core value of progressive. And, you know, I've only just met you uh, last week and getting to know you offline. And I realized that there are so many similarities in, you know, what I'm going through, which is relating to you, which I will expose a bit later to our audience and listeners. But um, yeah, the point of uh, doing this podcast is always, is really to try and get to know our partners here and um, learn about the things that you've been through and how you can give us, you know, wonderful advice and, you know, relate on a, you know, life, uh, career and life aspect. So Camilia, welcome. And would you like to start off giving us a bit of a background story of who you are? Yeah, so um, I've been with Smythe for a long time now, uh, over a couple of decades. I uh, started out as a summer student out at UBC um, back in 2000 and became full-time, I believe, in 2001. I wrote my UFI, um that's a CV now, but it's a UFI <laughs> back then. Um, um, do you know why they changed it, like to, like, CFI and I have no idea. I think it, oh. I don't know, the whole curriculum changed. I mean, you have to keep in mind that when I wrote my UFI, that was the first year that you could choose whether you handwrite or use the computer. Right. <laughs> I'm really dating myself right now, but um, yeah, I, I wrote, I, I, I hand wrote my, my UFI, but yeah, lots of things have changed since I became, uh, initially became a CA. So <clears throat> was with Smythe, um, you know, after my UFI, got my CA, which is now a CPA. Um, and then, you know, just decided, you know, I was at a, at a point where, you know, I wanted to see a little bit more of the world. I've always been a big travel buff. I've lived uh, in Vancouver all my life. And I actually took a two-year break, um, what should have been a one-year break to a two-year break and, and moved to China for a little bit. Um um, just to, I guess, figure out what I wanted to do. I, I didn't work or anything there. I, I went to school and learned Mandarin and then eventually made my way back here to Vancouver and then back to Smythe and joined as a manager. And then obviously, you know, moved up and, and became a partner, uh, I believe in 2014. And so, uh, yeah, I'm an insurance manager. Uh, I'm the leader of our technology industry group. Uh, I have a hand in our marketing group as well as cloud accounting. So. So many progression in your career, yeah. it seems. Um, so I do remember speaking to you, um, Camelia, and you know, you came up with the term, you know, I wanted to be my own boss. You know, we have a very entrepreneurial kind of mindset here at Smythe, and I, I think we all, you know, internally want to be our own boss at some stage of our lives. You know, like I'm still trying to figure out my hustle. You know, <laughs> how I want to be my own boss, but um. What would you say is the idea of being your own boss mean? What does it mean? Yeah, for me, it's not always about, you know, um, like a like at your work, your title, like money or any of that kind of stuff. I think it's really about ch uh, taking charge of the situation you have at hand, taking charge of your future, 
and making your way so that you can achieve your goals, achieve happiness. Because I really do think that you can have it all. I know it sounds a little cliche, but you know, what can you do to make those adjustments in your life professionally uh, and personally to get to where you want to be? And I think we all have the power to do that. Um, you know, you can make these decisions. The decision is in your own hands. You can seek mentorship. You can seek you know, um, a different job or, you know, a different partner, whatever it is, but it's all really in your own hands. We talked about visualization and manifestation yeah. <laughs> young. And I, and I feel like that is, although that's, that sounds a little, um, I don't know, what would you say? Up in the a air. Little, yeah. Up in yeah. the air, kind yeah. of not very accounting like, yeah. but, but you know, you know we should like, be open-minded to it. Hey, that's what uh, I've also created that link as well. When we were talking about it, I was like, hang on, everything you're saying is very spiritual so shout out to all my spiritual employees yeah. and my, <laughs> who's like, you know going through a spiritual awakening yeah, but, yeah. I do think so. yeah I think spiritual like you know just visualizing but also putting you can't just say okay I want to be you know whatever it is in five years you need to take action so having that visualization and action items goal setting revisiting your goals uh making sure that you're progressing and always moving up and getting better, I think that's really important and everyone can do that. Yes. And I mean, that's so true. Like I was telling you, you know, like my dream is to be my own boss, you know, have my Hawaiian beach house and Hawaiian husband. But, you know, <laughs> it's just putting it out there. But you're like to me, like, you know what? But you have to put goals. You know, goal setting is a great strategy to also lead you to these, you know. <laughs> and um. The point of like mentorship, you did mention as well. So how important is that in regards to being progressive? It's incredibly important, especially in your formative years when you're trying to figure out what you want to do, uh, not only in your professional life, but in your personal life. And I feel like, you know, we all have those official mentors, which is great. And I feel everyone should take advantage of that. Um, those mentors are there for you to make you feel better to, or sorry, to make you get better, yeah. <laughs> um, to bounce ideas off of you. Um, and you have to be able to receive that information and that feedback as well. But so we all have those official mentors, but I think you know, mentorship comes from all aspects of your life. You know, it could be some friends, families, clients even. I've talked to clients about some things that I find very admirable and I'd like to emulate in my own life. And I ask them for advice. So I feel like it doesn't have to be just this one official mentorship. It can be coming from everywhere because I really do feel like it does take a team to get you to where you want to be, yes. wherever that is. So dream, what's it? Teamwork makes the dream work. Sorry. <laughs> right? Yeah. Cliche as hell, but you know, it is yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a wonderful way of putting it. And I guess like what we're doing here right now, like you're actually mentoring me, you know, on some of your experiences. So uh, it is a great way to think about it in the to be open minded that anybody can be your mentor. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. You don't often see it that way. Um, but I don't think people should be shy about going up to somebody and asking for advice. Um, more than willing to help you, I think. Exactly. You never know. The worst I can say is no. I'll be like, yeah, just go away, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay. Okay, so thanks. But anyway, <laughs> so, um, you know, a part of being progressive, and the thing is, like, what I've learned, 
from, you know, getting to know you, uh, you know, because I'm very vocal and like what I'm going through through my, you know, personal life and, you know, uh, you know, uh, career life you know, aspect as well. And we laughed about it. I'm just like, you know what, Camelia, I think I went through this quarter life crisis and I think I'm going through an early midlife crisis right now. <laughs> I don't know who else is going through that right now it's through Smythe. But um, we talked about the importance of these uh kind of like transitions in our lifetime. And what I've learned from you is uh, from your two years of moving to uh, Beijing, um, even though we think that being progressive is linear, like you took that time and became progressive, progressive in a different way, which really, you know, kind of moved you in this direction of your career. So what is your input or thought on, you know, um, being progressive in terms of taking a break and going in different directions sometimes? I think it's so helpful as long as it's done thoughtfully. You never want, you know, time is, you can't get more time and you need to make the most of your time here on this earth. Again, it's spiritual. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but I like we've all gone through these quarter life crisis, especially, you know, in our mid twenties, um, you come out of university, you get a job, you don't know what you want to do. Um, you haven't put your roots down anywhere, but I feel like it's absolutely wonderful to take those breaks to figure out what you want to do, who you want to be, maybe take up a hobby, learn something you've never gotten to do. Like for me, it was moving away and moving to a t completely different country. And I find that was time very well spent because I did find out what I wanted to do. I did learn new things. I did meet new people. And you're right, it's not a linear thing because I wasn't progressing in my career at all, but I was maybe evolving as a person. Um, so I feel like as long as you're always working on something, moving forward, whatever moving forward means, it wasn't like I was just sitting on a couch for two years. So yeah. just make the most of your time. <laughs> Wait, yeah. did you know Mandarin before you uh, went to Beijing or you spoke a different language? I speak Cantonese. Um, so my family's from Hong Kong, so my mom had to come with me. I mean, she, her Mandarin wasn't very good either. Yeah. But I, mean, I didn't. If I didn't have have her, I would be like on the streets. So she helped me get an apartment right. for school. You know, those. But after three days, she left, and so I was there alone. You to defend yourself. <laughs> well, do you know what? I hear that Mandarin is like one of the harder languages to learn. Um, I remember traveling to Taiwan, and I stay in this hostel, and uh, you know, in Taiwan, they don't speak much English. Then, like, I had to use, like, you know, your Google Translate quite a bit. And do you know what? I was, like, I opened to it. I was, like, hey, um, to, you know, uh, my hostel friends, the uh, Taiwanese friends, they were really trying to teach me. But the tonal, uh, the tones of the Mandarin language is really hard to get. And it's really hard. they laughed at me so hard because I couldn't get some of the tones right. I guess if you get one tone, like, wrong, it completely means something different, even though it sounds exactly the same. Exactly. It can mean something very different and likely something that might be rude. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> and it's harder for you. I mean, you're you're not Chinese, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, at least for me, I'm Chinese. I got a Cantonese background. I can kind of understand what they're saying in Mandarin. But for you, yeah. I don't know. Is it Vietnamese? Vietnamese, yes. Vietnamese. And it's so completely it's different. different. Like, it's even different. though we are tonal, but I'm just like, oh my goodness, I have no idea how to do this. And they were just like teaching me worse, but they were laughing at us as well. So I was like, I don't even know if they were teaching me the right thing. <laughs> exactly. Maybe they were you just don't making know. fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's yeah. make fun of this girl. <laughs> and Beijing is maybe like Taiwan, like times 10, because yeah. they're, at least at that time where I was living, nobody knew English, uh, unless you went to the right. English school. 
So it was really, and back then we didn't have Google Translate or maybe they were just starting. So I would use a dictionary or, you know, or I would have a friend, a local friend there and they would help me. <laughs> See, how different was travel back then? Hey, like now we, everything is so accessible on the internet. Yeah. And um, I guess back then you'll have to use like basic maps to like navigate around and stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, even till now, I don't even know, you know, my way around Beijing. We would just take the bus or we would just take a cab because the cabs yeah. are so cheap. We would take like these black cabs and they're just basically um, <laughs> private drivers yeah, and they would yeah. cost like $1 per hour or something like that. And we would just say, okay, take us here, take us there. Wow, you can <laughs> live a like a princess <laughs> in Beijing. <laughs> back oh, then, awesome. back then. Now it's a, a lot different and uh, I don't know if I would live in China now, but yeah, yeah. I have fond memories of it. It was, it was a great... Yeah, I, I grew a lot when I was there and there's yeah. a lot of lessons that I learned that still stay with me now. And on the topic of, you know, taking breaks, I think you don't just have to take breaks, you know, when you're having a crisis. I think it's always great yeah, to have, true. you know, the week, your, you know, your weekends and your summers off, you know, that type of thing, always to refresh your mind and energy. Exactly. So. There's different ways to release and de-stress, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, I don't know, talking about this, all this travel, I'm, I'm feeling really you know, inspired to like do it again very soon. <laughs> yeah, well, even now, like, you know, the mask mandates are yes. done, right? So there's yeah. a lot more that you can do, I think. So exactly. yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for that. Mm -hmm. well, um, getting back to like, you know, life <laughs> lessons and leadership, uh, I know that you've learned so much through, I guess, your time taking a break and then realizing what you want to commit to in a, on a career aspect. But um, you've become a leader so quickly as well through your career. So what is your advice to become a progressive leader? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. I would I would say um, you definitely have to be adaptable, uh, open-minded. Things are changing so quickly nowadays with technology, the way the work, how people work, uh, even in the outside world. You know, we're seeing all the geopolitical stuff that's happening yeah. over in Eastern Europe, um, and that's all going to have impacts on how we approach business, how we deal with our you know, employees, uh, your clients, everything. So you just need to be open-minded, roll with the punches um, and not be stubborn, I think, right? We all, yeah. we can always say like, hey, that's not what I did before. Well, those things aren't relevant anymore, right? That's so true. I do think- The flexibility, right? Yeah. Flexibility, open-mindedness. And I think that goes not only just with your work, but also in your life, mm -hmm. just being open, open to things that come to you. Exactly. <laughs> So I guess if we can like turn back time, you know, and then we go back to meeting your younger self, Camelia, what would you tell her? You know, there don't be in such a rush. I, I mean, like, you know, I've always been very, I mean, I say like, it's great to, you know, take time, take time off and that kind of thing. But up until then, it was always like, okay, work, school, okay, you know, you know, being from an Asian family, you know, we did all those Asian things, right? I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have taken more time, like, I don't know, been more sporty, you know, things like that, right? Um, uh, paid more attention to my health. I never really, you know, dedicated myself to the gym, you know, that type of thing, right? I think health is really important. Uh, especially as I get older. <laughs> so, so I do think, you know, people always say, oh, you know, when I was younger, even in my 20s or 30s, older people would always say, oh, you know, you've got lots of time, you've got lots of time, you're so young. And 
while that's true, I, I think that uh, at a certain point it, it, it's not true and it, it's not true very quickly. So I feel like, um, yeah, um, making the most of your time, especially now that I'm a mom with two young boys, time is very scarce right now. And I wonder like, what did I do with my time before? Yeah. Uh, right. So making the most of my free time and, and I guess paying more attention to health. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Just talking about health, um, I was just telling Laura that they like uh, I've just started like trying collagen. So apparently, call it and listeners get on the collagen. <laughs> so basically, yeah. that's very good for like um hair growth and you know uh, skin and nails and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was just like I never looked into these things, but like I guess um every year um, I care a bit more about you know the health aspect as well because mm -hmm. you know before that but I'm still young I've got you know yeah. I've got time um but I was just like I think in the recent years with the COVID happening and whatnot it is becoming a lot more of a, a movement to be more um attentive to like your health and well-being so yeah that's a very very good advice because it's true you know health is a wealth <laughs> I do think so. Yeah, because you might have all the money in the world, but if you don't help, mm -hmm. I don't think you have anything. And I do find that, um, you know, me and some of the partners have this challenge, like the steps, yeah. step challenge. Yeah. Who's yeah. going to get 10,000 steps a day? Who's going to do the average, right? And nobody really? ever, you guys like nobody ever makes oh. it, but at least it, at least it makes you go out and you play that tennis game or squash or yeah. whatever it is. And I do feel that it makes you, it clears your mind and it mm -hmm. gets energized um especially now we're so busy right now at least um yep. tax season you know all that but i feel like even just like a quick 30 minute workout does a lot uh in terms of energizing and clearing your mind so that you can be the best when you're actually working exactly bring up the serotonin and adrenaline <laughs> i think so yeah yeah so um speaking on you know progressive uh for a career aspect, you know, uh, what does the core value mean to you? How does it resonate with you? Yeah, for me, it's just continuing to evolve, continuing to get better, setting goals so that, you know, not staying stagnant, mm -hmm. I think, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what I, what I think. Always moving yes. forward yes. and pushing yourself to move forward. Wonderful. And that's what you've proven to do throughout your career here. And I think it's a great example. And, you know, obviously you've been a great role model for your team and to myself as well. Like I've only just gotten to know you. So <laughs> we've got lots of things to talk about. Yeah. But um, just to wrap up this whole episode, and I, I know that we've been celebrating International Women's Week as well. So, um, you know, big shout out to all the females in the, in the company. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, would you like to have any final words uh, before we wrap up for this episode? Yeah, I think I would just say, you know, in terms of progressive, um, you know, again, moving forward, taking control of your life. Um, don't feel like you have no say in your future. You can always make those changes to yes. gain happiness or achieve what you want to achieve, either personally or professionally. Wonderful words. Thank you so much, Camilia. And I hope the listeners, hope you guys all enjoyed this wonderful episode. If you need any advice, I'm pretty sure Camilia's door is open to helping you strategize great goals, <laughs> not just <laughs> manifesting, <laughs> to get you to where you want to go. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Nyan. <laughs> 
Well, I hope you've all enjoyed this episode and found it motivating. If you have any questions for our partners or feedback, please feel free to email me directly at ntnguyen at smythecpa.com. Until next time, make sure to tune in each week on the Smythe Hub for upcoming episodes. Have a good one all.